Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome BTEC Smith and Steve Mex. BTEC Smith and Steve Mex. You are now entering the Megacars, the Megacars. What's up, Ted? Oh, what up, Steve? Ted, doing great. We're alive. We survived summer meltdown. We did. I think we thrived. I, I mean, look, it's easy for me to say I thrive, Steve. I'm a veteran. But you came in, <laughs> Rookie of the Year honors. They're, yes! clearly, they're clearly yours. Yes! Were there any other rookies? There was. Oh, really? So I beat out other rookies? Oh, yeah. How many other rookies were there well, that you know of? Uh, the very small girl. Yes. I'm forgetting her name right now. But she was also a rookie. Oh. Yeah. I did not know that. Right. And she had advantages that you didn't. Yes. She was a chick. She was beautiful. People liked to hug her. Yes. She looked good in a bikini. <laughs> right? Nobody liked my bikini. No. But you thrive down there. <laughs> That's why I thought it was funny today. <laughs> I was talking to Steve. Like, you like, yeah. Sometimes, like, I wasn't sure if people liked you. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's all we talked about on Sunday. That's Everybody the- in the group went, would go, Steve, have fun. And I'd start to shake my head. And they go, yeah. Looked like he was having fun. <laughs> It's so funny. Like, yeah, this will probably be a short podcast because Ted and I need to download our experience at Summer Meltdown. We haven't seen each other since. No. And I walked away. It was like, it's one of those things where when you're around a large group of people that you don't know, sometimes you overthink things. And then when also, you know, you're under the influence of alcohol and doing, doing crazy stuff, you start overthinking how people view you. So I felt like I don't know, man. I don't know if I connected with everybody, and I, I, I don't know if I left a good taste in their mouths when I left Summer Meltdown. I, you know, because everything's such a blur. It happens. Well, two days happens really freaking fast when you're just partying the whole time. Right. Well, now you got to come for four. That's what we tell everybody. I know. One of the guys, uh, I think it was, uh, it was Josh, he goes, yeah. well, what did you learn this weekend? And I started getting into like some really like heavy, con- I'm like, well, you know, I mean, when I, in, in introspection-wise, and he's like, no, no, no. You learned that you need to be here for four days. I'm like, oh, that's what you meant? That's a simple lesson. I agree. <laughs> the other I'm thing like is- trying to tell him something deep. Like, you know, I mean, I wasn't too sure if I liked myself by the end of the weekend. <laughs> I wasn't really proud of my efforts. And he's like, no, you need to come more. Yeah. Well, the other thing, t- number one, festival life is just different. Yes. And then number two is, I know there's a lot of festivals you can go to, but that one, Meltdown, just has so much going on. Like, Steve gets there Friday, right? Walk up, bring him in, we set him up, and then boom, we go down the beer garden with the mayor and a couple other people, with Chris and Amanda, and we're mm-hmm. playing cornhole. Yep. Now, we could be anywhere else, but it's kind of fun because there's a band going. Yep. We're in the back playing cornhole, start sucking down beers. Ted and I are still uh, at an, a disadvantage. We we never fit, we were going to play the seven. We only got to a, a 3-2 score. <laughs> Ted and I are down 3-2, so we have to figure out a time to finish it, maybe next year. At maybe next month. year. Maybe we keep playing it until we get to seven. Yeah. So it, it, could, it could take five years. But I mean, Friday alone, right? We hit the beer garden. We, we walked by the main stage a couple times. We went out and saw some of the campsites. Yep. Then we came back. There was a happy hour at our campsite. Oh, yeah. For Joe running for mayor. Some stiff drinks. Some stiff drinks. Then we went back in the beer garden. And then there's uh, a late night tent that we hung out there for a while. And then there's an even later one called Loud Camp. The only time I saw it was with you. That's right. There's yeah. so much going on. I don't even know. Like, this was my first true festival experience. I mean, in college, we went to a fish show, and, you know, uh, people were camping at that. We just stayed at the house that we lived at because it was, it was on that our ca- close. It was that close. It was, it was like a five minute walk. 
Oh, yeah, and there's the stage in the woods. I keep forgetting about that one. Stage in the woods, in my opinion, is the best thing going at Summer Meltdown. Oh, yeah. Truly. I mean, I blogged about it on Monday. You could go to KSW.com and read my blog. And really, I had a few takeaways, and it was the incredible company that I, the new people that I met. Like, it was one of those things where when I walked away from it, I realized, man, I think I'm just kind of beating myself up. And, And the funny part was... After all was said and done, I left. I'm like, I hope that I left a good impression. These are Ted's friends. I don't want to come off like as if I was maybe like too quiet, maybe, you know, because I'm an introvert. Yeah. So I'm trying my best to like have fun. And when I'm not around people, I don't, when I'm around people, I don't know, I tend to get even more introverted. But then I leave, you know, connect on Facebook with a bunch of people who I wasn't friends with before. I have a whole new set of friends on Facebook from this. (laughs) And a few of them sent me personal messages. Like they were really, really like that changed that truly gave me an eye open opened up my eyes to realize that I'm wh- I'm an overthinker. That's probably oh, the thing I yeah. love the most cuz how 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 happy they were to have me there, how much I brought to the to the vibe. And these are things I was thinking I was the complete opposite of that. So to hear that from those people I thought was really really cool and it was more than just a couple, it was like a handful that made it a point to just nice. say, "Hey, I had a really good time hanging out with you." And I'm like, "Awesome," cuz I did too and I was just hoping that how I am as a person, which I think if people meet me, they'll realize I'm not so outgoing like I am when a microphone's on, that I don't want them to think that that's me being um, standoffish, uh, egotistical. You know, I mean, we've had these talks before on the megacast, so that, that's in my head. Um, I'm yeah. an introvert, and I always will be, and I, I sometimes seem like a loner, and to know that people didn't perceive it that way was awesome. Yeah, well, it was like the first time I went to Spokane. Yeah. Like, I mean, I got so wasted that Friday night, and I was like, these guys must hate me. And then the next day, like, nobody seemed to care. Nobody seemed no. to I remember it must have, for weeks after, I was like, Steve, are you sure? Like, no, man, they like you. It's cool. Right. Like, we uh, look forward to you hanging out with us again. <laughs> yeah. So it was some amount that I'm sure we're going to talk quite a bit about it uh, yeah. uh, throughout this podcast. Uh, but let's just jump right into the push ups. Let's get the heart race and the blood pumping and the brain functioning. Ted, I'm disappointed in both of us. We did no push ups at Summer Meltdown. Are you sure? I thought we did some. Maybe I'm not. I don't I th- remember. I thought late at night, that one photo, I'm pretty sure we did 10 push-ups. Damn it. I thought for sure for once I was confident about something. And <laughs> Kids, stay off alcohol. Right. Stay away okay. from festivals. Okay. okay. Was, this, um, was this push-ups for the late night end? <laughs> well, I decided to jump back into the hip-hop world for our push-ups because I felt like I was the... The hip-hop influence at Summer Meltdown. Oh, yeah, not to mention your DJing skills. Steve put on songs that we would just be hanging out yep. that were a little more rock, and I'd be like, I don't know if I'd put this on. And people kept being like, I love this song. Good call, Steve. That was, I put on uh, uh, the Black Keys. That's what it was. That song, the Lonely Boy one. And we had all the ladies dancing. All the ladies. It was crazy. So then I'm like, well, I should keep this going. And then I went into... um um. I can't remember, another like kind of indie rock band. And I thought, well, we'll see how this goes. Same reaction. Love this song. Yeah. Everyone's dancing. It might have been like the Arcade Fire or something along those lines. And then, of course, we had to do it for my boy Lance. He kept wanting to hear Biggie Smalls all weekend. All weekend. It took me about 20 minutes to sit because I was having Bluetooth issues, all this <laughs> stuff. I go into the camper, and we're all just wasted. And I come back out, and everyone's looking at me like, what, what are you doing? I set it all up, hit play, and hypnotize. And man, I've never seen a happier person in my life. Yeah, that's all Lance was looking for. Right. It's all, and then finally, it was funny because then other people were walking by and they hear it and they go, huh, Lance, you finally got your Biggie Smalls, huh? And he's looking at him and he's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I brought a little hip hop influence as well. And I figured, let's all get 10. 
to our dude, our man, who's going to be putting on a record in the very near future, AJ Francis, a.k.a. Hi. Frank. This is his latest single. It's available on all the streaming services, iTunes. It's called Olympic Gold, and it's a, it's an awesome, awesome song. If you're a fan of hip-hop, I think you're going to really dig what AJ Francis is putting out. You ready, Ted? Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get 10 mega family. I'm bullying, I'm bullying. All right. I'm that was kind of fun on Friday listening to some of this too. Ted, what? Last week, remember we had people walk by while we were doing push-ups because yeah. they had these giant windows in the new studio. Ted. Hopefully he liked our back. Sir Mix a lot just saw us do push ups. <laughs> and I think he's with Ice Cube's crew. Yeah. I don't know if that was Ice Cube because I couldn't see in the corner of my eye. Quite possibly Ice Cube also watched us do push ups right now. <laughs> it seems so funny all weekend between Matt, Taryn, Steve, and I to just be like, Sir Mix Scott? Yeah, he's our co worker. Yeah, we kept referring to Sir Mix a lot as our co worker. I have yet to meet the man. <laughs> No, he saw your ass. <laughs> Dude, he played the beer garden one year on a Sunday. That's right. He did do something. Oh, right he down. crushed it. We got to talk about um, Bob Marley and the Whalers, or the Whalers. But let's first get into our TED Talk. TED Talks, starring the Tex-Med. <laughs> you know, I just want to remind people this week to uh, dig deep in some topics and do your own research, too. You know, sometimes you just read a headline or you just read one slanted story and it kind of can can influence you. So I think sometimes before you make up your mind on something that you really feel passionate about, just just make sure you dig a little deeper and do a little research and, and know what your point. If you're going to argue a point. You got to know what it's about. Yeah, especially these days. Yeah, that was a that was one of the weirder things. So we get disconnected from society. Yeah. Uh, at summer meltdown, truly disconnected. Like you almost have no cell service. I had enough. If I positioned myself right in your RV, I could text my wife. All right. But if I took my phone out walking about because so many people either a were trying to use. I don't even think many people were using their phones, but the, the cell service was just red rotten. Yeah, at, I just don't. Which is great. Yeah. So you're disconnected. I spent zero time on social media. I spent zero time reading news sites. It was so refreshing. It was nice to be ignorant. It is, but it sucks when you get out of there and there's news that you saw that happened last weekend. Huge news. Like yeah. That was the part that was really tough. Like It was like, wow, we were gone having the time of our lives while really the nation was falling apart. Yeah, and, it, and that's the second time something like that has happened. I remember driving out of there before and reading about the Mike Brown thing in Ferguson. Yeah. And I, I'm just like, I don't know, it, it's weird. I'm like, is there something with this weekend, the second weekend of August? Like, what goes on? Maybe it's just you going to meltdown, man. You're causing yeah. the whole world to meltdown. Well, the other thing, too, is... It's your man, fault. It's not Trump. It's not the alt-right or the alt-left. It's the Ted Smith. It's the Ted Smith going to meltdown. to blame for all of this. Yeah, put it on my shoulders. They're wide. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we got to blame someone, Ted. But you're absolutely right, man. Like, I've been spending a lot of time, really... Like, this one, more than any of the other ones... It's just a giant punch in the stomach, and it just continues to be a punch in the stomach, and it's like the more people talk about it, the more angry I get. Like, I've never really, I'm a pretty good, I'm pretty good at letting just things kind of fall off my shoulders and be like, ah, you know, 
Uh, we're always going to have problems. You know, just got to be the best version of myself. But this time, I'm like, man, we are not in a good spot as a country. No. It's really bad, and it's really sad. And and it's I'm watching people that are just not doing the research, but are just arguing based off of headlines. Yeah. And using headlines as sources. And it's like, I saw one today, and I'm not even, like, trying to at all, at all, trust me, uh, um, uh, side with anything that Trump said in that press conference that was just pure chaos. I mean, that was a that was such a weird press conference. And, a joke. And, yeah, I mean, how do you start it off? First of all, spending time a long period of time just addressing economic stuff and jobs, and it's like, man, people don't care about that stuff right now, man. And it's not real, all oh, right. No. It, it, and next, taking shots at the fake media, right? Like the next president's numbers don't like Trump hasn't affected anything yet, right? And that's not a it's not a thing against President Trump. That's just the way it. Good like, or bad, sorry, he still riding Obama's numbers and what Obama did, and no different than someone was riding Bushes or someone the was riding way Clintons. When Obama came in, those numbers that were so terrible, mm-hmm. everybody said those aren't his yet. Yep. Right. Like this is still because of what the economy had done under under W. Yeah. So it's the same thing. But right, he starts with that and then goes down the other path. And then and, I read an article where it's like you know, I mean, I look, I have these. I was like, oh boy, this is making me roll my eyes. But like somebody wrote like point blank in the story was saying Trump supports white supremacists. And then I read the article, and in the article that has that headline, they even say Trump made it a point to say he does not support white supremacists. And I'm like, how do you have a headline, clickbait of course, but how do you have a headline that says that, and then make it a point to, to, to verify that he did not say that? Yeah. Like that kind of stuff was just making my brain hurt, and it just shows where we're at right now. We're all about headlines, and whatever, whatever headline works to sell an article or make you click on it, I guess that's what people do. Yeah. And But man, oh man, it's... I mean, we could probably talk forever about yeah. this, and 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 I, I feel like you and I would probably see eye to eye on a lot of this, and and maybe some people who listen won't. Um, but it just sucks, and I hope that I hope that through crap and adversity, it brings people together and opens people's eyes up that maybe weren't willing to open up their eyes. I don't know. I based on Facebook, it doesn't seem like that's happening, but maybe yeah. it will. Maybe in the long run, it will bring people together because we needed this kind of a thing. I hope that's not. I hope that we didn't need this kind of a thing, but I hope that if. If it does bring people together, at least something good comes out of it. Because right now, I don't see anything good coming out of it. Now, and we got a break. All yeah. I'll say is this. It's just, these are the first few, and people want to keep arguing and fighting about su- cer- certain things. People are going to die. Yeah. That's not being extremist. We've seen it already. People will die. Did you see? We'll come... We can come back and talk about it. I you just, know what? I, I don't get mind. To work eventually, yeah, yeah. so we got let's, let's to get through some Let's take a going. quick break, because <laughs> I... Uh, yeah. Let's, let's take a quick break. All right. All right. Make it we got. It's hard to look and persuade when you are a robot. But at least I have a sexy Australian accent. The mega cast will be back. There was no winner in the last pack. 
Powerball. The next drawing will be huge. Think of it. All of your dreams are about to come true. You can finally quit your sucky job and travel all around the world in your own private jet. Stay in the nicest hotels. Buy your mom a house. Buy your dad a golf course. All that for just two bucks a ticket. Odds of winning, $290 million to one. You have a better chance of being killed by a vending machine or getting a hole-in-one on your birthday or winning an Oscar for Best Actor or a gold medal in the Olympics. You have a better chance of being hit by a meteor. But go ahead. Dream big, loser. Get your Powerball ticket today. I wouldn't mind having my mind on their little monsters. The Megacast is back. Metallica show is that we missed out on seeing Royal Blood. I know. I'm with you. I was going to say, that's the only downside. That Metallica show was awesome. Oh, my gosh. Funny story about the Metallica show. So for those that were at the show, you got to see me up on stage. Well, everyone, except for my friends. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right, look, I missed Steve's stage. I heard it from the outside, Steve. One of the greatest things ever. I'm right. If Steve has a major uh, stage announcement, I miss him. It happened years, what? The uh, the uh, Stone Temple Pilots at Bumbershoot. Yeah, nine years oh, there ago goes or Ice something. Cube walking right by. This is so surreal, man. Sorry, <laughs> Steve can see him. Yeah, like nine years ago, I missed that. And you name checked me. Yeah, he even said hi to Ted while he's in the crowd. And then this one for Metallica, like I kept going, and people would be like, "Come on, let's have a bit." I was like, "I gotta get in." And then me and Castle were standing there just listening to it, like, "Yeah, we missed it." Oh, it was it so sounded great. loud from outside. One of them, I mean, I, I can't even say arguably the greatest <laughs> stage announcement experience of my life. It was the greatest stage experience of my life because I got to do it in front of like sixty thousand people 50 60,000 people and you know our whole staff was going and I'm like great this is gonna be awesome I was kind of that made me actually nervous that my peers were gonna be there more <laughs> than that there was gonna be you know 69,995 other people there as well so I go up there 69,000 baby so I go up on stage it's amazing I'm riding high it's like what a surreal, moments before I even go on stage I'm talking to Mixmaster Mike because oh, he's yeah. DJing and we're having a great conversation about of all things the importance of Steve Largent. Yeah. And more importantly how unsung of a hero Jim Zorn was th- throughout all of that because everyone talks about Largent but no one talks about Zorn. But in order for there to be a Largent he needed a Zorn. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. Like, we're just chatting about it. We look behind us and we're like, oh, there are their names on the Ring of Honor. So <laughs> do that. Go on stage. Kill it, which was so cool. And it's a, a testament to the people that were there, how much love they gave back to me. It was, yeah, it such was a, wild. It was so loud. It was, I actually made it a point to tell myself, stop, stop what you're doing. And I'm about to stop what you're doing and pay attention to what's around you because yeah. you don't want to black this out. You want to be able to absorb how amazing that was. Get off the stage. The label guy, our buddy Aaron, that hooked us up with uh, oh, yeah. Chad from the Chili Peppers is also part of the team for Metallica. Aaron's a good dude. And he's like, bro, that was incredible. That was so good. You got me fired up. His uh, assistant. She's like, that was uns Because she's like talking to me. I'm, as I, I always say, like I'm very introverted. She's like, I did not think that was going to come out of you. Like, what the <laughs> hell was that? I'm like, that's awesome. Get off of the stage. There's our boss, Dave, with 
the guy who's the president of the management that runs Metallica's business. Nice. Warren. So he looks at me and goes, my man, he's glowing. He's like, that stage announcement was so awesome. He's like, of all the shows I've gone to to see Metallica and be here for all this, that was the best stage announcement I've ever seen. And he's saying that right in front of our boss, which That's is great. Awesome. And, my, and Dave already texted me. I'm like, man, I'm looking like a champ. This is great. My boss thinks it's awesome. I can't wait to get to my seats. I'm like, I got a pretzel, got a beer. I'm hurrying to the seats because I'm like, now I get to see my coworkers and my friends. <laughs> and they're going to be like, yeah, Steve. I get there and I'm by myself. <laughs> Damn like, it. I'm like, oh, they must be getting a pretzel and beer too. You guys start rolling in half in the bag or fully in the bag for some of you. Not you. But <laughs> <laughs> and you all have this look like a dog that just pooped in the in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. You're all like kind of like looking at me and go, hey, man. Um, and I, I, I respect that you guys at least said you missed it. Like you didn't yeah, try to pull it Yeah, I wasn't going to sit there and be like, oh, it was cool. Oh, that was great. <laughs> yeah, like, You're no, all, I missed it. And I couldn't do anything but laugh. I'm like, you know what? That is exactly what should have happened in that situation. That's, that's hilarious. That's perfect. But the best part of all of it was... So I'm telling Castle about it because we're standing standing right next to each other, right before Metallica take, it, it, it is starting to play. I'm like, bro, 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 you won't believe it. He goes, he's like, that's awesome, man. Did anyone think of catching, getting some video of that? And I look at him and I put my hand on his shoulder. And I'm like, yeah, before we uh, went into uh, CenturyLink Field, when you went to the bar, uh, you volunteered to be that person. <laughs> <laughs> he looks and he goes, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, that's I, you. You yeah. were supposed to be that guy. Yeah, yeah, the person who thought of doing it was you, and you got drunk instead. And I'm okay with it, because I'm, I'm riding high. Nothing can... It was awesome. Metallica was great. Oh, man, that was so much fun. Um, Mine is kind of getting molested in my seat. You got molested in your seat? Did you not hear me tell that story? Oh, by the dude next to you. Yes. Tell that story. All right, so when I get in there, I'm, I'm kind of drunk, right? So we have seats like one through nine, yep. but like seats eight and nine, like it, there's kind of people milling around or whatever. Right. So I noticed like some people are moving. So either way. Because like, we didn't occupy all of our seats. Some of the people were either running late or no-showed. Right. So I thought we still had the whole crew coming in, like, right? So generally, even like when I sit at Sounders games, we have one through eight, row B, section 146, if I right. guess. So I sit in row eight. It's kind of the end. So I always kind of post up. Like, this is our spot. I'll post up and right. keep our section. Yeah. So I did the same I'll thing. I'll be the bouncer. Right. I sat in seat nine. I was like, ah, these guys aren't getting into our seats. Blah, blah, blah. So I noticed. And then after a while, I kind of have my back to the guy. Then I'm like, you know what? That's not nice. They're, they probably didn't know. Like, blah, blah, blah. So I just finally kind of turn around and just like, hey, guys, how you doing? Or whatever. And the guy has the biggest smile on his face. Like, oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't say much, right? Uh-huh. But then he starts, like, rubbing my arm. And then he starts ki- like bringing his hand like a kiss. Like, oh, I didn't know it went that and, like, far. And like putting him on my beard. And I kept like turning away and squirming away. And finally, I just went right, like Castle said. I go, you have to switch seats with me. Like I, I tried a couple, and I was like, I don't know what impression I gave this. Like I can't get out of this. Right. Like I don't want to turn around and just be like get the f off of me. And for those like that know the terms and the lingos, Ted would have been the the the, the chicken hawk to this twink. Oh, good. I don't even know that one. I, I learned that from from one of my buddies who's a gay dude who's right. a bear. All right. Uh, and, he, and I mentioned some of my buddies' bands called Twink the Wonder Kid. He goes, well, who's the chicken hawk? And I'm like, what does that mean? And he goes, well, the chicken hawk is kind of like the the, the 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 man of the situation. Oh, yeah. This, so right, you, yeah. It was, like, this guy was into it. But yeah. I, I was like, what? I, I am not like, any house was like, Castle, you have to switch seats. And he was fine with Castle. But, yeah, because at one point you walked by me. I think you went to go get a beer. You go, I got to get away from this guy. I'm like, what's yeah. going on? He goes, he keeps rubbing up on my ass. 
Yeah, I I'm mean, like, seriously, what? He was like rubbing, like rubbing my butt, rubbing my arm, rubbing, and I was like, get like. That's what I'm saying. He was close to being like, I'm going to snap on this dude. Yeah. And that would not be a good look. Plus, it's like everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people there know it's us sitting in that row. Right. We had a lot of attention. So on me us. getting into a physical altercation with a dude. With a smaller guy. Yeah. Yeah. Would not have looked good. And the funny part was, and it just shows how we all are. It's like, damn if you do or you don't, you leave. I'm now next to that guy at one point. Oh, and all I could think was at first I'm like, he, I, I, I'm not in the mood for that. I'm, I'm just trying to watch the Metallica show. And as the show's going on, a few songs go by, nothing. And I'm like, so what is it about me that doesn't make him want to touch my butt? <laughs> <laughs> so it was specifically you yeah. that he dug because he didn't do anything to Ryan, didn't do anything to me. The weird part was when you left. And I was then in the row kind of by myself. What, for a minute. the hot chick showed up? Oh, yeah. And she's like, where'd Ted go? And then she just got on her knees and serviced me. It was amazing. Yeah. She's like, oh, just pretend you're Ted. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you guys all leave. Now his buddy, the bigger guy that yeah, he was a, with. He was with a bigger dude, so I, I didn't want to. Right. That guy looked tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he had that look. Like he gave off an intimidating presence. Right. Well, he now is wasted. And he's using the entire row to mosh by himself. And like he's oh. hitting into me. He's punching the air. He's bothering the people in front of him. And I'm like, oh, great. Now there's going to be an incident, and I'm by myself. Jesus, yeah, was, those two guys, those two guys sucked. Yeah, they did. They could be nice guys, but they sucked at that moment. Yeah, and maybe they just got too wasted before they came in. <laughs> I'm just like, damn. I just of all shows too, like Metallica. Like, what is going on here, dude? That was an incredible show, though. There yeah. were so many moments. I don't know if you noticed it too. Like, it really like kind of like brought us all together. Minus, well, maybe brought you and that guy a little too close together. <laughs> but, like, the guys in front of us, I didn't know them at first. Turns out they're hockey guys. Turns out they go to the classic. Oh, yeah. Couple. I drank with the one guy. is the one that showed me the locker room of the uh, grinders. That's who it was. Because he's like, yeah, yeah. With the hat on. Yeah, was, yeah. But at first, Castle thought they were jerks because they were sitting in our seats. And Castle's like, hey, man, you're in our seats. They were in this, the row ahead of us. But that row was more packed. So they were sitting right. in our row because it was a lot of room at the time. Well, I guess they're all sitting there. And they, one of the guys turns around to Castle and goes, how are those seats treating you? And Castle took it as like he was getting like he's like what the hell man like these are our seats why are you giving me a hard time for kicking you out of our seats and Castle keeps telling me how he's like I'm not liking these guys these guys are pissing me off I'm like oh, yeah, screw those guys you know then like five minutes later while Metallica's playing they're like they're just high fiving all of us they're talking us all yeah up. I thought- turns out the guy that was quote unquote giving Castle a hard time was a radio guy in Alaska that runs your show. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, he works for the station that runs the men's room. So right. he's, when he realizes who we all are, he's freaking out. He's like, oh, I love you guys. I love your station. We love having the men's room. Blah, 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 blah. Starts taking pictures with all of us. And I look at Castle. I go, well, how funny is this that the guys that you thought were going to be a big problem turned out to be our best friends by the end of the night? Like, yeah. Like when they did Seek and Destroy, I swear to God, I think we all had like, it was like we were at a festival and we're all giving a group hug. Like, we're like, this is amazing. When they play Whiplash, high fives, handshakes. <laughs> like, we're getting emotional. But at first, there was this weird vibe between our crew and their crew. And it's yeah. funny how Metallica brought it together. And then we realized, why are we getting... People get weird, man, at shows when you're taking over their space. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's... Yeah, I don't know. And it right, it's just odd. You just want, you want to have your seat. You know what I want to talk about? One of the things I, I do... I realized because festival life at Summer Meltdown was truly an, a beautiful experience. I think that's the best way to describe it. It sounds hippy dippy, but in a way it is. Yeah. Everybody's in that moment. There's a lot of love going on. Everyone's, com- it's like a community. There's, didn't seem like there was a lot of like, you know, anger. 
I didn't see anybody get into a fight. I've never seen a fight there. I, and, and there's like 5,000 people milling yeah. about. I mean, even just like the couple playing with the sand when we were in that tent across from the late night tent. Yes. We were talking to them and they were like, oh, we had met here years ago and now we're engaged. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. man. There's, there's, there's something really special about that community that is created at Summer Meltdown. And if you've ever been on the fence of going, I'm, I'm telling you, I was the guy that Ted kept asking for, what, like six years now. Yeah. You've been telling me, you need to come. And I'm like, what's well, so great? Like, I'm sure it's fun, but... I get it now. And yeah. honestly, next year, I I really do hope that I'm not having my radio convention that same weekend because there's a very good chance that I'm just going to ditch the radio convention. Like yeah. right now, if you had, if you told me radio convention or summer meltdown, like you guys learned, send me the notes. I'm going to learn about myself at summer meltdown in Darrington. Yeah. And Rami, we could sneak, we could get you going along slowly, right? Because, I mean, Christ, if you got off work on Thursday and came up, you'd yeah. be there at the same time I got there on Thursday when we set up camp. And if, if, if it's the same weekend as uh, our radio convention, I don't have Thursday off. Yeah. So it might work out well. Well, anyways, like I said, it was just a beautiful experience. Sounds like people are yelling outside. I think, I think, I think Ice Cube might be performing or something. I think he's doing a Q&A with a bunch of listeners from Hot. All right. And if you're listening to this on Wednesday, Thursday morning on BJ and Migs at 9.15, Ice Cube will be back. Oh, nice. You yeah, have an Ice Cube on? Yeah, he's coming by tomorrow morning to hang Dope. out with us, which is, I'm really excited about that. As you uh, also, and I, we saw Ice Cube at a casino together. Like, we love Ice Cube. You more than me, but I still love Ice Cube. Yeah, we had him on the men's room years ago. Yeah, I remember. He surprised you. Yeah, and then I went that night and saw him at the Showbox uh, Sobox. Showbox show- <laughs> show Sobox? Ooh. Brain's still not there, Showbox huh? Market. You need to do more push-ups? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So anyways, um, what was I saying? Oh, so everyone's loving, except one thing. Hippies get rather aggressive with screwing with you. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, it's very subtle, but it's constant. Nonstop. For example, we, I show up, you know, and it's like the fun part about being at a festival is so minimalistic. Yeah. I'm not wearing jeans. I don't have to worry about putting a million things in my pockets. I, I think I spent the entire time, minus my one little meltdown towards, I think, on Saturday night where I really needed to wear pants. Like, I had it in my head. I'm like, Ted, you got to open up the RV. I need to wear pants. Yeah, like that'll that, happen. That happened. I needed those pants on. But for the most part, I walked around wearing board shorts or sw- swim trunks the entire time. Swim trunks and flip-flops and a tank top. Yeah, and then usually you bring, like, a pair of sweatpants for nighttime. If you right. Know. So we were going to... Ah, this was on Friday... Mid evening, so I think we were just going to the woods, or we, I don't remember where we were going, but we were right. going somewhere. And I'm like, I brought my fanny pack with me. I was like, you know, it seemed like a good idea because I didn't have a lot of pockets. My fanny pack is the WWE Championship belt. I got it off of like one of those loot crate things, you know, like those membership things. I I spent a pretty penny on eBay to get it because I thought this will be awesome for meltdown. I'll rock this championship belt. Now we're walking, and I'm wearing it, and I'm proud of this thing. Everyone in the campsite was loving it. They thought it was hilarious. I'm like, I'm the champion of this campsite. Like, I was feeling good, and we walked by this group of people, and this guy, total hippie dude. Oh, yeah, this was after we were playing cornhole. Yes, and this is a great example of how aggressive hippies get. And it's nothing negative. It's just funny how aggressive they get. He goes, sweet belt, man. I'm like, thanks. Feeling good. I'm like, yeah, he likes it. He goes, did you win it? Hindsight. If I was more wasted at that moment, I would have said, yeah, I want it, and I'm retired, or something like that. Something stupid, you know what I mean? No, but you gave him a very honest answer. But I thought I should give him an honest answer. I'm like, nah, man, I bought it. And now he looks at me and points at me with anger in his eyes and goes, you're a fraud. We all laugh. I thought that was funny. He doesn't let it go. 
no, no, no. This went on for probably a couple hundred feet. We're walking Yeah, we're by. walking away, and you can hear in the background going, that champion is a fraud. <laughs> At one point, he goes, everybody, the dude with the championship belt did not win it. He is a fraud. <laughs> and then his buddies are all going, fraud. And I'm like, jeez, guys, tone it down. Pump the tires. <laughs> Oh. Pump the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying though. Yeah, I know, right? That's I never wore the fanny pack the rest of the weekend. Because of that? No, because I just didn't feel like. Oh, I was going to say it, it kept loosening for some reason. Yeah. It didn't stay tight, so within like twenty feet, it was falling off of my hips. And you know, I don't. These hips do lie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they told me they could hold it, and they didn't. I think the other great one I just wanted to tell was. Yes. Saturday's an intense day, like whatever. So it's in the even time now, and I'm like, Steve, let's go to the beer garden and get like an IPA. Yes. Right? I mean, don't get me this wrong. We have great. plenty of beer and stuff at the campsite, right? So what I hadn't anticipated and kind of forgot is that it's Saturday evening. So Saturday evening in the beer garden is packed. packed. So not only, there's a lot of people there, let's just say adjusted on a lot of few things <laughs> besides just drunk people. Yeah, a lot of people weren't even drinking alcohol in the beer garden. It was very, I didn't understand that. But Steve and I get in there, it is crowded. There is like T-Rexes zooming by, people swinging lasers. I mean, it is, and it's like. It's, it's like a circus of hippies. Right? It's it's not warm out, but we're waiting in line. And Steve just kind of leans over and goes, are you doing okay? It's kind of chaotic in here. And I'm like, I am sweating bullets. And I mean, I'm wearing shorts, but I am just sweaty, like drenched. We get the beers. We go over to a picnic table. Yep. I mean, everybody listening knows I love to drink beers. I mean, I don't even know if those things were halfway. No, they and weren't. we're listening to the Whalers, like Bob Marley and the Whalers. It's his band. It couldn't be more relaxing. And I go, too intense. We got to get out of here. Right. So, I, never, I never heard someone say, experiencing the Whalers who are singing about pot and just, you know, hanging out and legalize it and all this stuff and, you know, uh, living the chill lifestyle. And Ted's like, this music is too intense. We need to go. <laughs> I get back to camp and I was like, those chill vibes were way too much. <laughs> Ted threw away his beer. Right. That's how, uh, Ted never throws away a beer. I have no woman. I'm about to cry. What are they singing? <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody who uh, we met. Oh, yeah. That were listeners of the, we gave out several mega hugs. We did. The funny part was, as the night went on, I don't remember giving some of these mega hugs, but people would post on our, like, when I got back to, you know, Puyallup, I went on my phone, and I'm going through social media to see, and I'm, there's pictures on Facebook, and Twitter, and emails, and whatever, and private messages, people sending me pictures of us, you and I, with them, and I don't even remember meeting them. Yeah, well, that's the funny thing. I don't remember taking that many pictures, and usually I'm a little more like... I don't know. Yeah. You know? But I was like, ah, it's all right. Steve's here. Oh, it was great, dude. Yeah. It, it was funny. I was talking to one of the people uh, that was part of our crew, and I got a message from her saying, hey, it was awesome meeting you, blah, blah, blah. And she even said, she's like, I wish I would have taken more pictures. I'm like, yeah, honestly, like I fully anticipated with my phone to take pictures. But when you realize you don't have service and you realize also you probably shouldn't be playing on your phone anyway in the state of mind that we were in. I, I just threw it in your you RV. You did take some of It's funny, though. You took some of the best pictures of our group that we've ever had. Yeah, I got like a full team shot. Yeah. That was awesome at the yeah. river. And then we had somebody take a picture of all of us before we went off to the river. Yeah. Which was really, really cool. But yeah, for the most part, those were the only... And I have another picture of you standing by the Let's Melt Down sign wearing <laughs> your weird, I don't even know, samurai hat. Oh, yeah. That thing is awesome. <laughs> Ted, Ted has a, a, an incredible hat game at 
uh, Summer Meltdown. At one point, you were wearing this weird samurai hat, and then another time, you were wearing like this weird like. I don't even know what to describe. It was also Asian inspired, but yeah. I have no idea what it was, but it was it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Then I had my standard cowboy hat. You had your cowboy hat as well. Yep. I should also mention too, taking those showers. <laughs> oh yes. I'm pretty sure I heard you get out and go, that's the greatest shower I've ever had. <laughs> I thought I took an hour long shower. I'm like, man, because I love long showers. I'm like, I feel so much better. I got most of the dirt off of me. It took me, though, about four days or three days. It took them until this morning that I noticed I didn't have dirt in my toenails. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've scraped them. I've scrubbed them. I've loofed them. It's just you walk around. I mean, also, it didn't help that while we were at the beach, I think I buried my feet into the sand. Yeah, but feet like that is what we call festival feet. Oh, total festival feet. Yeah. But um, that shower, I was like, oh, I took forever. I'm probably pissing off all the, the boys as they're waiting. I, and I get out of the shower, come out. And I'm like, where the hell are they? They ditched me. Now, you guys are taking an even longer shower. Yeah. I was just in my own I think head. you took a really quick one. But I, you lose concept of time, man. Yeah. I didn't have my phone. Well, anyways, I know usually uh, we do three breaks, but we got to run. We, yeah. got, uh, we got people looking at us. They need this room, so we got to get out of here. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad, actually, we didn't wind up talking a bunch about all the stupid alt-right crap. It's just, yeah. I, think, I think we could all agree that there should not be, we should not, it should not be 2017, and we shouldn't be discussing whether or not Nazis should have free speech. Yeah. We shouldn't even discuss the fact that there are Nazis. Right. It's, People it's, it's, in a synagogue shouldn't be afraid to walk out the front door. Right. Nobody of any race, any ethnicity, any religion should be worried that their 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 neighbors want them dead. Yeah. And, and that's all. I mean, that's let, let's just end on a good note. Um, thank you guys, everyone who did say hi to us at Summer Meltdown. Everybody who said, uh, dude, a crap ton of people said hi to us at the Metallica show as yep. well. Yeah. What a great couple of days, man. It's always... The Megacast listeners always make my day. Always. It, I, I don't know I mean to say it, but I think they're a lot cooler than any other listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Seems that way. Could be wrong. But uh, Ted, as last, um, you could you, you could reach us on email or not email. Man, brain's not working yet. We, we do Let's do the push-ups and then I'll tell people what to do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting antsy. I haven't been to work in like four days. Like, all right, I got to get back to work. And shout out once again to Frank. And that's the scent sign for the C, AJ Francis, yeah. for this awesome track. I'm balling. Here we go. I'm balling. I'm balling. You ain't gonna stop me from getting this way I gotta go And I got a drip and she wear like she was a paddleboat This time Tad saw us doing push-ups Find us on Twitter, that is Twitter, Twitter, and our push-ups work, Tad At the Megacast Next week, hopefully we'll get to do a full Megacast Next week I feel good about a full one I felt good about this one, too Yeah all right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Ted, had a great time this past Good weekend. Man. We'll see you next year. The countdown has already begun. <laughs> see ya. I'm ballin', I'm ballin', 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 I'm ballin', I'm ballin', 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 yeah.